Life is hectic, so wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with Factor's chef-crafted and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. With over 35 options a week, including keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and more, they've got a variety that fits your lifestyle. Factor has restaurant-quality meals ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. They also have various easy options for the entire day, from breakfast to midday bites, smoothies, and more. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is a nutritious and delicious experience, and it won't break the bank. You can customize your meals by choosing 6 to 18 per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule deliveries anytime to fit your schedule. Factor meals are 100% hassle-free, giving you more time for what matters. Head to factormeals.com slash otherside50 and use the code otherside50 to get 50% off. That's code otherside50 at factormeals.com for 50% off your delicious, hassle-free meals. Hi, I'm Sash Johnson. I had a near-death experience on Christmas Eve 2008. Last thing I remember before leaving my body was my daughter and my husband in the room I was in the hospital. I gone in for chest pain. My cardiologist had sent me immediately. And I remember them saying, what are you doing? What are you doing? And then everything just kind of went dark. So my daughter had turned 18 and she had kind of taken off and was missing at that time, right before Christmas. And she came home about a week before Christmas. And my then husband was a very unhappy, miserable person, but he was especially unhappy about me going into the hospital on Christmas Eve. He actually said, who's going to cook that bleeping turkey now? He was very upset. I had ruined his Christmas. Christmas was a big deal to him. So I felt all this shame and guilt and frustration that about being sick on the day that I knew was so important to him and but the pressure of my daughter and him fighting with each other along with what I think was a natural hereditary cardiac issue that I have it was all just too much and, and my chest pain got worse and worse as the day went on went to the hospital as my cardiologist had re- told me to do and I started getting very hot in the bed and I could feel my chest getting tight. And all of a sudden, I, I had sense that I was actually going somewhere. And I, I said out loud, I love you both. Take care of each other. Bye. And then I felt myself sink in to the hospital bed. And then there was this, uh, there was no color. There was no light. There was no nothing at first, except I could hear myself laughing. And I was, I heard myself say, you were worried about all the wrong stuff. And I, I started seeing these little visions in my head of the, of me cleaning house or me being upset because they didn't have something at the grocery store that my husband wanted. Little things like that, you know, that I panicked about. I was worried about making Christmas nice for him, all those things. And Then I felt like I turned forward and I recognized I was a ball of vibration 
and light. And I was moving slowly at first to this opening that was in like these gaseous clouds. Now, I can't explain because they weren't anything like I can see with my human eye. That was what was so amazing is there were things that have colors that that I saw that they weren't anything like, I don't know, anything I, I've ever seen in my lifetime. So that makes it something you can't put a word on in, in our language. But the colors of the clouds were changing altogether. So all orange, all blue, all red, all these bright green colors. And there was a hum that sounded, at first I thought, is that, are those angels? And then I thought, no, it's a, it was a vibration and it, it sounded almost like voices and it would go, ah, and as the, the tone changed, the colors changed on these clouds. And there was an opening in, not actually directly in the middle, a little bit off to one side. And I was moving up from here towards it. And as I approached the opening, I saw, I don't even know, millions of other orbs, balls of light, balls of vibration, moving towards what I call now the convergence. All of these were converging into a single place. And it looked like a sun, not with the rays going out, the rays going in. And beyond that were these colors of what looked almost like mercury glass or broken mirrors, layers and layers and layers of this color of the silvery type color. And that was what was beyond everything else. The amount of freedom I felt was inexplicable. I've been in pain, physical pain for about 10 years. I have fibromyalgia. And I'd gotten to a point where I was really, really overweight. I was in a lot of pain. I was in a lot of emotional pain because I was in such a miserable marriage. And I missed my daughter when she had run off. Everything just manifested in physical pain. And when I was there on the other side, I recognized I didn't have any pain. I felt weightless. I felt like I was alive, but not in a body. And I know that must sound trite, but it, it was true. I, I felt this consciousness, this, this vibrant feeling of freedom coming out of that heavy, miserable, painful body. And I knew everything was going to be okay. I felt very, very serene. I felt so peaceful. And I saw all these other souls going toward. And I knew, I know immediately, these are souls. This is where we go. This is what we do. I saw the convergence and I knew that when it became dense enough, when enough of this went into the convergence, that it would become so compact and it would implode and come out the other side. All those souls, they all get mixed together almost like a soup and everything comes out and it's a whole different product when it comes out the other side. And it was the light that drew us together. 
And when, when the convergence goes out the other way, it's all clear vibration. There's no light at that point. I didn't actually reach that. I didn't pass the event horizon of the clouds where I go all the way in. I just got like this download of information. All of a sudden I knew things. I knew so many things. I knew my father who had died when I was 25. I knew he was at peace. That was 18 years before this happened to me. Prior to this experience, I was a Christian, pretty devout most of my life. I'd struggled with things in my early 20s, but I just believed the doctrine of the Christian faith. And immediately I had the sense that none of that was true. Not true for me. That was all it was. I don't believe I have the place to tell anyone else what their path is or what their belief system should be. Because what happened to me was my experience, only mine. I know that I saw others like myself. I was there with them, but that I can't define who that is or whose experience that is. So I also knew that when we come out the other side of the convergence, we start again, we come back to life. We are human babies and come back as humans. A few minutes after this happened, it was two and a half minutes on the this side of the NDE, of the human side that my heart was stopped and that they restarted my heart that was defibrillated. That's That was that side. But the other side, it's hard to say how much time passed, a great deal of time, hours and hours of just this serenity, of this joy, of this release. Release, that's probably one of the best words. And when it was over, it felt like something grabbed me and slammed me back down into my body. And the pain was excruciating. All of a sudden, I was back in this horribly painful body. And I could hear my daughter screaming, Mom, no. And all of a sudden, you know, I come back and she's sobbing. And there are people in the room, doctors, nurses, I don't even know. I, I didn't really open my eyes so much as just I had this sense of being conscious again and saying something, but I don't know what I said. About 15 minutes after when everything was settled down and the hospital staff had left the room, my husband, who was really angry at me at this point, took my daughter and went home. It was about 9 p.m. on Christmas Eve. And I lay there alone all night. I, two nurses did come in and ask me what I saw, what happened. It was pretty cool that they asked. They said, we ask everyone. And I was thinking, wow, how many of these do they see, right? So I laid there all night and all of a sudden I knew so many things. I could see my life in a way I'd never seen it before. I didn't sleep 
at all. I just laid there awake, pondering and looking inside myself. Two years later, I left my husband. I'm remarried now. When I my divorce was final and I started, my now husband, his name is Steve. When we were dating and we moved in together, we sold everything. He already had a motorcycle, but I got a motorcycle and we got rid of everything. Had a few keepsakes in storage. And for three and a half years, we traveled the U.S. on our motorcycles, we run our own business. So if you can work from home, you can work from anywhere. And this is kind of when people were starting to do that sort of thing is remote work. And I got on that motorcycle and I felt a freedom that I hadn't felt ever in my life. And it was the closest thing on earth that I had that was similar to my near-death experience. The thing is, is I came back with all these things I know, this feeling of serenity and this feeling of peace. But there's a downside that I experience. Throughout my lifetime, I've been, oh, I don't know the right word, I've been plagued with ideations of suicide. I get depressed pretty rapidly and not often, but occasionally I get worried. I feel hopeless. And all of a sudden I remember what the other side is like. And I want to go there. I want to get out of this pain I'm in on, on, in an emotional day. And, and it's hard to want to stay alive as a human being in this lifetime when I know how wonderful, how everything would be gone on the other side. So it's when I'm depressed, it's very hard to not want to take my life. So that's really been the downside of what happened to me. It turns out I do have a problem with my cardiac, my heart, that I'm still trying to get fixed. It's going to be with me, I think, for a while. My father died at the age of 50. His mother, brother, aunt, uncle, I mean, all these people, they all died right around the age of 50. They all had something very similar to what I have. And so whatever this issue is, it's I'm lucky because now I'm 57. After traveling on the motorcycles, my husband and I got an RV and we traveled off grid and worked uh, for another three and a half years. And then we settled in a new home with some land in Oklahoma. Being in nature is really my only religion anymore. There's not, I don't have a religion I know that there's that God is the energy that we all share, that common, that common connection of humanity. That's what God is. It's the collective of all of us, of all our vibration. I know that the light that I saw on the other side that brought us together, that is the experience of our lifetime. That's what draws us close. Vibration is what makes us individuals. And the light is what brings us together as humans. I believe that is what God is. I believe that harmony with nature is the closest we can find as human beings. And harmony with each other in that you can be comfortable with other people and you can be comfortable with yourself all the time. For most of the time, that's what peace is.
it's being able to be part of society and also be comfortable being alone with your own self. And the motorcycling, I I would wear my helmet. I didn't have any communication with my husband. We would ride for eight, 10 hours a day. I was able to learn through motorcycling all of the things that, that I had learned. I was able to apply those to my life and find some peace and serenity. And now I live in harmony with nature. And that's my story.